Hey everybody, welcome to Quick Take. I'm your host, John Sherrod, and today we're going to be doing sort of a State of the Union on Apple TV. Here we go. So if you've been listening to the show for a while, you know that I love Apple TV. Um, It was announced in 2006, went on sale in 2007, and has been one of my favorite Apple products ever since. Um, (laughs) Probably because I watch too much TV, but, you know, just, you know, being able to combine my love of TV and movies with my love of Apple's uh, way of designing a user interface and, and doing user experience um, that marriage has always been intriguing, and for uh, most of the history of the Apple TV, uh, you know, it we, it was never fully realized. We could really, a lot of us could see what we wanted Apple TV to become, what we hoped Apple would do with the product, um, and it just never got there. It moved at the pace of a glacier. They would add new features over time slowly. Um, they would, um, you know, at the time they were adding new channels where they were essentially pushing out apps and you had no control over that. And then that all changed in 2015 when tvOS debuted alongside uh, the brand new at that time Apple TV, and uh, that was when the, they went from being the, the the small thin black puck to being the the thicker black puck, uh, the shape that it is now today. And so we had tvOS, which meant we had a dedicated operating system for the Apple TV based on iOS called tvOS, where we had an app store. Uh, we had a system-wide search. Uh, we just had so many of these features that we've been looking for. You know, the ability to choose what we wanted to have instead of what Apple was pushing out to us. Um, we had the ability to play games on the Apple TV. You could you could use game controllers with it. Um, it was exciting times. Now there was a lot of things Apple didn't get right. There was a lot of improvements they still needed to make. There's a lot of improvements they still need to make. But of course. Moving forward a little bit, uh, a couple years ago, or excuse me, one year ago, we got the Apple TV 4K where they took the existing Apple TV box, um, added a faster processor, uh, added the ability to uh, view 4K and HDR content, and uh, that was a nice upgrade uh, because, you know, it it really came at at the right time. Um, 4K TVs had existed before that, but they were just starting to come into uh, sort of mainstream usage where... Starting last year, it was almost impossible to buy a brand new flat screen TV that didn't have some sort of 4K um, capability. Um, it was hard to find a 1080p uh, HD TV anymore. And so the Apple TV 4K uh, came along. And so if you have a 4K TV, uh, particularly a 4K HDR TV, you can take advantage of that really uh, high resolution video. And, um, you know, whether you can tell a difference or not, I think you can. You know, there were some people that said they couldn't tell a difference between standard def and HD. And uh, that blows me away that, that somebody could, could do that. I think if they saw it side by side, they would definitely be able to. Uh, the jump to 4K is not as big a jump to me if that's from standard def to HD, but it's definitely noticeable to the point where, um, you know, I'm disappointed if I'm watching something and it's not uh, 4K. And I can usually tell immediately um, if it's not. And then, of course, there's there's HDR, which gives you... Um, a broader color spectrum, um, a bigger difference between the light and dark areas in, in the picture. Uh, so just all around a better image in addition to the higher resolution, to the more pixels that you get with 4K. Um, and so we get that with the Apple TV 4K. And of course, that meant that um, you know iTunes, uh, now you can buy 4K movies and HDR movies in. Um, a lot of the third-party apps, uh, Netflix uh, has a lot of content in, in uh, 4K and in HDR uh, same with Amazon Prime and Vimeo and just, you know, a lot of these other uh, providers are adding this feature and we're seeing more and more of it. So, you know, we're a year in now to the 4K um, HDR Apple TV, the Apple TV 4K. 
So I thought I would do just a quick podcast on kind of where are we with that. Um, you know, Apple announced it. They, they announced that not only would you be able to buy 4K HDR titles in the iTunes store, but that um, if a title was upgraded to 4K in the iTunes store, if you already own that title, it would get upgraded to 4K automatically. Um, and that's amazing. Um, that, that really helped solidify my decision to purchase more and more movies um, through iTunes. Because, you know, in the old format wars, let's say, you know, when you had VHS and then DVD came out and you had to upgrade all your, your, your library of VHS tapes to DVDs and then Blu-ray comes along and you've got that format war between Blu-ray and HD DVD. And so you either, you know, buy in on one and then if you uh, made the wrong bet, you got to go back and buy all new stuff in Blu-ray. Or even if you waited till Blu-ray, you know, won that war and you started buying all these Blu-rays while you're replacing your DVDs with Blu-rays and then what comes after Blu-ray um, it's exhausting and expensive. Whereas when you buy from a digital store like iTunes and particularly with what Apple pledged to do last year, where again, if you, if a title comes out in, in the apps, in the iTunes store in 4k, you get it upgraded automatically. If you own it, that mean, means that theoretically over time, if they continue to do this, um, you can see your existing content upgraded to the newest version, the newest standard and quality, um, without having to rebuy your collection. And that's a huge deal over time. Um, and, uh, I've been loving that. I have about a hundred movies in my, uh, iTunes purchase history, you know, spanning back several years. Um, and of those, about a quarter of them have been upgraded to 4k or were purchased in 4k. Um, that's not too bad. Um, I want to see Apple do even better, but they are somewhat at the mercy of the movie studios because they really, at the end of the day, control, um, the format and what they make available for sale in the iTunes store. So beyond, you know, Apple may be uh, doing a better job of encouraging movie studios to get their act together and release more content there. I think Apple and we as consumers are kind of at their mercy. But again, it's been encouraging to me to see, um, again, a quarter of my titles upgraded to 4K. Um, and most of those are also HDR in addition to 4K. Um, that's been really nice. Now, of course, the big holdout is Disney. Um, they've been a holdout from from the start with this. If you buy a movie from Disney, you you cannot buy any 4K HDR content uh, from Disney and iTunes. Um, so that means no Star Wars, no, no Marvel movies, uh, none of the Disney classics, none of that is available in 4K HDR. And that is, uh, that's disappointing. And, uh, you know, we've, we're still hoping that Apple will have, um, another event sometime later this month. It's October, 2018, as I record this. So I'd love to, to hear an announcement that, uh, that Disney has, uh, changed their stance on that, but we'll have to kind of wait and see. Um, but, uh, yeah, I want to, I want to see my Rogue One Darth Vader, you know, awesome scene in 4k HDR. Um, you know, that's another thing that can be kind of difficult too. When you go into a store and buy a TV, um, there's a lot of ways to approach that and not everyone, you know, cares as much about the specifics. Uh, they just want to go into a store, see a TV that, that looks good to them and, and walk home with it. And there's nothing wrong with that. Um, I tend to be somebody who wants to find out as much as possible about products I'm interested in buying. And so when I had to upgrade my TV a couple of years ago, cause my old one died, um, you know, it was, it, I felt almost like I had to, to, to acquire a college degrees worth of knowledge to make an informed decision on a 4k HDR TV. And for the amount of money I was willing to spend, uh, I got a decent Samsung TV. Um, it, I, I think it looks great, especially at that price. It does 4K. It does HDR, but it's kind of barely across the threshold of what constitutes HDR. And you have to get into the technical weeds to, to kind of understand all that. Um, 
And uh, another thing that's a little confusing about HDR right now is that kind of like with the Blu-ray HD DVD thing, we have a format war going on because we have um, Dolby Vision, uh, which is a, a form of, of HDR, of course, from Dolby. Um, and then we have some uh, uh, what's called HDR10, which is uh, sort of an open source or a multi-company coalition that's put that together. And so you, when you buy a TV, it may support uh, both Dolby Vision or HDR10, or it might only support HDR10. For example, Samsung, that makes my TV, um, doesn't want to pay the licensing fee to Dolby, and so you can't get Dolby Vision uh, on any Samsung TV at the present. Um, so uh, it, 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 from everything I've looked at, it sounds like Dolby Vision is definitely the, the, the best HDR uh, of the, between the two out there right now. Um, Samsung and the others who are invested in the HDR10 scene or working on something called HDR10 Plus. So we'll just have to wait and see if eventually everyone eventually bows to Dolby's dominance or if they're able to sustain this two HDR system approach or, or what winds up happening. But I don't know that you need to care too much about that, but obviously your best bet would be able to get a TV that supports both formats, and there definitely are some of those out there. Um, but uh, Apple has, I think, come a long way since last year when the Apple TV 4K first debuted. Um, when, when it came out, um, I, th I think, honestly, it was the best uh, 4K streaming box uh, for most consumers. But it wasn't necessarily the best uh, in at least all facets if you were someone who was a, uh, um, a 4K HDR connoisseur, you know, the high-end uh, home theater geek type customer. And I think Apple has taken some steps to improve that in the last year. For example, when the Apple TV 4K first came out, um, it would just automatically force every content into HDR mode. Um, even if that content wasn't sort of encoded for HDR, so it wasn't made to take advantage of HDR and might even look worse in the forced HDR mode that the Apple TV forced everything into. And so in the last year, Apple has added a feature uh, where that you can go into the settings and um, actually tell it to match the, um, the frame rate and um, picture mode, whether we're talking about 4K or non-4K, but it'll, it'll match the frame rate um, and range uh, automatically. And, and that's been really nice. That, that means that in theory, Whatever the content was originally encoded in, that's what the Apple TV is going to represent on your television screen. Um, it's interesting, uh, and I don't know if it's if it's just something about the the aesthetic that Apple prefers, or if it's something about my uh, particular TV. Um, again, uh, admittedly, mine is barely across the threshold of what constitutes HDR, so this may be part of it. But on mine, when I have it switched to HDR mode by default, um, all of the, the Apple TV home screen um, just looks washed out, just looks kind of bad. And I've seen some other people talk about that on at least some TVs when doing research on online forums. And um, so what I do is I actually set it to SDR, standard dynamic range. Um, and, and that makes the colors more vibrant and pop on my TV a lot better, but I have that, that setting turned on to match rate and uh, the frame rate and range so that when I go in and, and play content, it switches to the right format. It enables HDR mode at that point if it's an HDR encoded uh, uh, movie or TV show or whatever. Uh, it just handles that for me. Um, and before tvOS 12 came out, that was a bit spotty. Uh, a lot of times it wouldn't work right and I'd have to you know, go back to the, the settings and enable HDR mode and turn it back off. And then when I would go in, it would do it right. And uh, that was annoying and, and a lot of work uh, to do if I really cared to make it uh, do it right. 
And I'm happy to say that in tvOS 12, it seems to get that right uh, 95% of the time or higher without me having to do anything. I just go in and start playing uh, an HDR TV show or movie, and it just goes into the right mode automatically. And so that was, that was the main thing I was hoping personally to get out of uh, tvOS 12, and I'm happy to see that that indeed uh, has happened. So I've been very excited about that. Um, tvOS 12, uh, one of the other cool things it gives you, you know, Apple has these really high-quality 4K HDR uh, screensavers that they call Aerial that is taken from drone and helicopter footage of cities and mountains and glaciers and, and things like that from all over the world. And in tvOS 12, um, they got um, 4K HDR footage of Earth from the space station from NASA, and that looks amazing on the Apple TV. So that was one of the other things that I was really looking forward to in tvOS 12. Also, we got Dolby Atmos support, and um, you know I'm somebody that cares way more about the picture quality than the sound quality. Um, I do have a sound bar and a subwoofer, but I don't have a surround sound system, and I don't have a Dolby Atmos sound bar because those are way more expensive. But um, but it, but you know just from reading about it, and I've never experienced it, it can do some cool things with sound by just manipulating the sound in 3D space in a way that the traditional surround sound, whether it's 5.1 or 7.1, uh, just can't do. Uh, but Dolby Atmos support was lacking on the Apple TV up until tvOS 12, and now it's here, and Apple's begun releasing uh, movies in uh, with Dolby Atmos support. And it's the same thing with the 4K HDR thing. If you've already bought titles and Apple adds Dolby Atmos uh, to that title, you'll get it automatically for free. Um, so, you know, just in the last year, I mean, I feel like Apple has done a lot to address concerns and add additional features and improve the product. Uh, I hope they continue to do that in the next year. And I hope that we get some updates on, um, again, I'd love to see uh, Disney and Apple work it out where I can get my 4K Star Wars. Um, I would also, um, you know, love to see uh, Netflix support the TV app uh, so that when you start, you know, adding things to watch um, in Netflix that they'll automatically show up in Apple's TV app because I've just about I mean, I, I just love that feature on the Apple TV where you just add all the shows and movies you want to watch and they just show up in your queue no matter what app they're coming from and you can you just click on it and it starts playing. So you don't have to worry about jumping into the ABC app to watch this show and the NBC app to watch that show and Sci-Fi to watch that show. It just kind of handles all that for you. And of course, I'd also love to hear some updates on what uh, Apple is going to be doing with its own content. We know that Apple's been working on its own TV shows Um it's on original content the way Netflix and Amazon Prime do, but they, they haven't announced to the world yet how they're going to distribute that or what pricing tier or any of that stuff. So I hope that we hear uh, more about that sooner rather than later. Well, that's all I wanted to talk about today. If you've got any questions about the Apple TV, shoot them my way. I'd love to hear from you and we will see you next time. Hey guys, thanks again for listening to Quick Take. If you like this show, do me a favor, jump on Apple Podcasts and give it a five-star rating. That just helps get the visibility out so that other people can find it more easily. Uh, also, if you'd like to support the show financially, you can go to the link that's in the podcast description for this episode, or you can go to anchor.fm slash quicktake, and you can actually use Apple Pay to contribute on a monthly basis to the show um, for as little as 99 cents a month. So I'd love to have you do that. Uh, please consider it, and we'll see you next time on Quick Take.